There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oh! 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 What up, ladies and germs? What up, Gavones? Hey! What up, you Gavones? You white uh, bread Italians and you dirty Gavones? <laughs> dirty, dirty. White bread, I don't know. Oh. You dirty sausage twirling. <laughs> Gavones. You fucking fagolis. <laughs> Bunch of Fagolis listening to our, our pod. This is once again O Sopranos, the podcast. <laughs> you guys, we're working the kinks out since we've been <laughs> off for uh, like 11 years. As always, I'm Joe Spellman, and one of these guys to my left is... To your left? <laughs> to your... You're, again, you're straight across from me. To oh, your left, yeah. it to would your... be the television. <laughs> to the left is the TV. To the okay, left... Oh, I see. If to the going... right of me is... David Feudernick. <laughs> to the right of him is... Paul Gullius. And to the right of him is... <laughs> a Roku home Roku screen. Home screen. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, God. Beautiful. I'm, I'm glad we're getting all these laughs in up top. That's man. right. We, That's we right. put our best up. Our best stuff up first. People love hearing what we're describing. <laughs> they love And we're talking <laughs> season five, episode eight. Correct. Wow. Yes. Marco, Marco Polo. Polo. Marco. A banger. Polo. Polo. Hey. Uh, yeah, this is a, fa- I feel like it's become a fan favorite. Uh, it didn't, it wasn't like off the bat a hit with fans. I remember. And even like critics were like. Because, because they hook up. No, because it's, I think because it's, it's. Especially coming off the last two episodes, mm-hmm. uh, Sentimental Education and, and Camelot, where there just wasn't a lot of mob stuff. Yep. This was another episode that was more like family, lowercase f, focused, you know, mm-hmm. um, with Hugh's 75th oh. birthday party. Oh, you don't want to see the mob dining at one of the great establishments in New York, the Four Seasons? <laughs> that's, not, that's, that's not mob enough for you, right. bro? But like people were like, nothing happens this season, which is so stupid because this is one of the most action-packed seasons. And but regardless, yes, okay, the the mob story is like the B story in this, maybe the C story, but mm-hmm. uh, still a fucking great episode. That's okay. like so quintessential Sopranos, right? Yes, yeah. Um, for those of you who who have not picked up what which episode we're talking about, 
This is the one, of course, where Carm throws a surprise, uh, supposed to be surprise party for her father Hugh's 75th birthday. Uh, also in this episode, we have um, little Carmine or Angelo and Rusty Emilio trying to recruit Tony B to uh, do some wet work for uh, for the New York fam. And uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's like the main things going on. You get a yeah, little yeah. taste of uh, Junior uh, and Bobby right. at Junior's. Right. Spoiling yeah. the surprise. You don't see Syl, no yeah. Polly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, a lot of fan favorites uh, take the bench. but Barely see Chris. Barely like, see. I, oh, Chris, yeah. And, and Michael Imperioli wrote this episode. Yeah. This was uh, the yeah. last episode that he wrote for the series. Um, mm. uh, He's too busy writing. He's too busy yeah. being behind the camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he didn't direct it. John Patterson directed it. But yeah. he put like, yeah. So he probably purposely wrote a smaller part for Chris and, you know, whatever. I think he had one line when uh, yeah, Joanne Bolandetto is yeah. like coming out. Yeah. Uh, right. He's like, I didn't have a drop. He's like, get in the car, whatever the fuck he says. But, uh, yeah. but yeah. So uh, let's kick it off. We, so, I mean, there's only, like I said, there's only like two sort of storylines to follow. Do you guys want to talk about the mob stuff first or the family stuff first? Let's talk about the family stuff because it's yeah. it's the the bigger deal of yeah, okay. the episode, and it just like ca- it really captures like summers like East Coast summer. Yeah, like, I mean that's the so main well. the main draw of this episode for me and what I pick up from other fans is like there's just something so familiar about it. Like yeah. it doesn't end. It's I mean especially growing up in the tri-state area, you know, it's like very familiar. You know, the Northeast kind of thing. But I think just Americans in general and I don't know, maybe other parts of the world. Like it's, it's very just quintessential summer backyard party. You got the grill going, got the pool, got the tunes, got your grandpa puking on people. (laughs) We've Uh, all, we've all given our, uh, our father-in-law's uh, guns for their birthdays. (laughs) Yeah, 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 of course. We've all been there. Every birthday I give Beretta too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so, so speaking of, uh, of Hugh, the episode, this story starts with him falling off the roof while AJ's playing drums uh, and ended up in the ER. God knows. I mean, why are you sending your 75-year-old father up to the he roof? He probably thought like, he could do he it. Probably yeah, I mean, yeah, because yeah, like, later in the episode, he's like, Lifting heavy things out of the trunk, right? You know, and I, I guess it's Car- sort of Carm's mom is like, "What are you doing? You need help." Yeah, with- yeah. I guess it sort of plays into the idea, like maybe they were trying to push the point that Tony's not around anymore, and so like he right, was right. picking up where he might have. Although I wouldn't want Tony on my roof either, but uh, <laughs> but he'd uh, fall, but <laughs> he'd fall just fall straight through it, <laughs> uh, like Curb last week. Yeah, I see Curb. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Um, so then they're at the ER, and uh, you know, hey, thank God for that bush, though. Oh, oh he would have absolutely been dead. Yeah, would have been. Yeah, would have broke every bone. Yeah, yeah. Awful way to go. Yeah, he's um, lucky. And AJ, imagine like you're like you're you see your grandfather fall to he his would death. Just cry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woody, I don't know. Does AJ have feelings? No, but um, he just cried because he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have you know liked what he saw and he wouldn't have known what to do. True. Yeah. 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 Mommy. But, yeah. Yeah. Like when the bear comes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but then, so they're sitting in the ER, uh, Carmen and Mary D'Angelis, Carm's mother. Um, and then they start talking about this 75th birthday party. Uh, and Mary's sort of like not so masterfully just strong arms Carm into like not having Tony there. 
Uh, she's like, I thought I did hear you say when she clearly <laughs> yeah. didn't two seconds ago. Uh, I thought I, I did thought, hear you say that. You I decided. thought you had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, what's what, what? Why do you guys think they put like the whimpering man in the ER? Yeah, actually, my, I was watching this with my wife, um, yeah. and she was like, "Why is that kid just crying?" I mean, I I'm guess like, it's, I, mean, I don't. A good question. So yeah, commentary on like how bad like American healthcare, healthcare is. is. <laughs> well, Possibly back, I, the only the back what then? the the what I thought is that he was like maybe Hispanic and like they were white and they got like. They got seen first. Oh, okay. Is okay. that yeah. why they're? Yeah, I'm like, but why do we even need to make that comparison? He and they were like, not like I was like, I think they're Hispanic. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I get. Yeah, he was really certainly a person it. of color. I think yeah, it's yeah. He was, yeah. Okay, uh, so yeah, he's a person, and like they're just they were helped easily. But yeah. I have no idea. I mean, also, fine. I guess, I guess it's just. Yeah, but he was also seventy-five. True. So, yeah, he like, fell off right, the goddamn yeah. roof. Yeah, right. but the other guy appears to be in quite some, some pain. Yeah, <laughs> having some, uh, something is bursting. They, 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 they do it enough that she's like, "Can somebody help this?" What <laughs> yeah, right. This is kind of <laughs> right. funny, but you like, do hear him like writhing in pain, even like over like their dialogue. Right. Like, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I guess. I mean, it also is I like the woman he's with. Like, she's just like. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like what? What yeah. are you doing? Lightly are you calming him, him down? Why aren't you like, excuse me? Yeah. Maybe she's used to it, but maybe he does this a lot. Yeah, I, it's an emergency room. If you're if right. you're writing and directing, you probably it's not just people usually sitting around calmly, right? People are right. in some sort of dilemma, sometimes. right? Sometimes it's an emergency, sometimes. right? Yeah, I mean, sometimes. I don't know. I don't hang out in a lot of emergency rooms, but you I never gone to the ER. I mean, I've gone to urgent care before. Yeah. Oh, that's different. Urgent care is a little different. Yeah, I've been, I, ER, never, I, like, never, I never went in like an ambulance. I can't, to I like, can't, mm, I, you know what? Honestly, like it, it, it seems like, <laughs> hey, Imperioli, it seems like it's kind of like, oh, we need somebody to be writhing in pain because that's what ER waiting rooms are like. <laughs> right. They're not always like that. <laughs> no, no, no. True. Yeah, I mean, Imperioli. In like, that's maybe why he... like in Manhattan it, they are, but like yeah. in the fucking like suburbs of West Jersey, Caldwell, it's yeah. probably right. like, yeah, it might be some person. Other people, there's just people waiting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Generally, I think I don't know. Yeah. All right. We, well, we'll get Devlin back on. He's an ER doctor, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. he'll he'll be able to. Yeah, That's we'll right, get him yeah. on. He was definitely our like a should one have of had our, him on for one this of our episode. great guests. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll definitely have him right. back on. We've we've uh, wasted enough breath talking about the guy writhing in pain in the ER. I don't ER think we have actually. Um, I actually a I, big point. I actually had to audition today for something, and I had to. Uh, uh, I, I'm like. There were two scenes, and one of them was like I was getting wheeled into the ER, and I had to writhe in pain. So I, I oh, you, you know, took your cues from that guy. <laughs> I did. That guy's gonna get it. I did. Sorry, I'm sure that guy's gonna get it. That guy's like, yeah, 15 years older, and he's gonna get <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, that guy's definitely like in his 50s now. Yeah. Like. <laughs> All right, now we have to get him on the pod because we've talked so oh, much man. about yeah, it. Yeah, listeners, if I'll anyone knows up. the guy, I'll look it up on yeah, look him up. Man up. writhing in pain, Sopranos. He's yeah, reach out to his rep, see if he'd like to come on the pod. <laughs> uh, he actually died in an ER. <laughs> one, like he died doing that scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but um, all right. So Karma <laughs> agrees that she's not going to invite Tony right. uh, to the party. So she goes over to Tony's house, uh, to Olivia's house, where yep. Tony's staying. Looking great. Looking, looking great there. Looking uh, like quite the bachelor pad. He's got the cheese puffs on the couch and the Burger like King a, next to the, the, Burger the Ready King. Whip. And There's just like a bottle of gin and an empty bottle of champagne. <laughs> like, but, 
pretty pretty fucking disgusting tone. Yeah. Um, good job, art department. Art department. Hey. Uh, but yeah, Tony, Tony would definitely be pounding some whoppers. I right. read, a, I came across a stupid fucking, in one of those stupid interviews, I'd never clicked on it, but I clicked on it because it was like Edie Falco yeah. and she was talking about, um, how, and I, I mean, I guess maybe I knew this, but how like he, he Gandolfini would just eat. Oh, I saw, I saw that too. Real yeah. food in like all the takes, like, like she, he would eat the ice cream sundaes and then they do another take and he'd eat another one. <laughs> and she'd be like, stop eating yeah. the food. Yeah. And he's like, it tastes so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, she said he, like they had to like break because he went into like a sugar coma. Cause yeah, he like yeah, ate he, so like, much ice cream. Sleep. He, yeah. he would, he would eat the food in the scenes and then he'd eat the food. Yeah. Like he crafty on like afterwards. Well, Hey, that's hey. Just, hey, that's acting. And, uh, yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah. Come on. And, th- and that's why Gandolfini died at 51 or whatever I mean, the hell he was. Perhaps. So, yeah. perhaps. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Might so have been the, uh, triple blueberry Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Hey, should we shoot that scene? I think we should shoot that scene. Uh, <laughs> I think we got, we got to see me eating that yeah. Jim, man. There's no reason. <laughs> I don't know. Hot summer night. <laughs> <laughs> have fun. You deserve it. Uh, no, but, but so when Karn breaks the news to Tony uh, that he, she doesn't think it's a good idea that he come, they're going to make people uncomfortable. Of course, he, he has to pretend like, oh, I decided that right away when we broke up, I wasn't coming. It's all his idea. Yep. Uh, yeah. Such a little like fragile baby. Um, it, just m- like a minute before that, he said he didn't remember uh, anything about the party whatsoever. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, oh, actually, I was planning on not coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh so then uh then the one scene with bobby and junior cringe cringe worthy we got we got bobby coming in with junior's danish in the morning junior's watching some italian bertolucci <laughs> movie right yeah yeah you could tell they had jesus hanging off the helicopter you could tell he was a dummy <laughs> that ruined it for you june <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. but uh Bobby tells Junior that that about the surprise party and Junior, the fucking schmuck that he is, uh, phones up Hugh and and uh, tells him bona fortuna. Uh, sorry, I can't make it to your jubilee. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking bastard, this fucking guy. You believe it? I mean, it's so great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> totally in his like, character. Why, and like, why? Why? I mean, there's no reason he's to. Just, he's just petty be, and insecure. Yeah, he's petty because he hates Carm. Because Carm hates him. He's insulted that he wasn't invited, but I think also he's like he's probably at least 75, right? Like he he nobody threw him a surprise 75th. Probably he's not going to be right. surrounded by family. You know, no. he's but and also I think you know he's trapped in the fucking house. Yeah, it's a way of him like entertaining himself because he's probably so fucking right. Bored, and also, you know? yeah. this is like him like putting his influence out in the world. He's right. trapped, but this way, even if it's to piss somebody off, he it's probably like his way of like saying like, "Hey, I'm still here," you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and we know like that we know that he's killed Dickie Montesante, so he's petty, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, for laughing at him for falling, for, you know. Yeah. So he'll, hey, he'll mean, ruin uh, a surprise birthday party, no problem. Many saints right, right. certainly adds to uh, to hit the argument that he's this petty. That is not so, canon to yeah. me. That is right. not canon. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised he didn't Sorry, have Hugh, Hugh, Hugh whacked because he <laughs> wasn't invited to the party. Maybe but, he uh, maybe pushed him off the roof. <laughs> yeah, actually, we didn't we, see. Yeah, we don't know that. Yeah, it was Junior up on that roof. 
Um, Maybe that's why he was falling asleep. He's so tired from pushing him off the roof. Yeah, I I love uh, Hugh's reaction though. Like it was, it's like a slow pushing on his face. He and he's like so like subtly excited to be having to have yeah. a party throw. Like I think like he could have been mad and been like, oh, why'd you ruin it? But he's just he's just happy. I think Tom yeah, Aldridge, yeah. who plays Hugh, is like fucking oh, so good in this guy. Yeah. He's so good. Uh, R.I.P. I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He, he fell off a roof. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no. Lived a long, uh, happy life. Yep. So then we finally get to the party. Mm -hmm. Uh, People showing up. It's a fucking mess. (laughs) And Tony B rolls up. He's like, "Hey, I figured you could use some help." Kid, the fucking twins throwing shit in the pool, and you know, fucking fucking nightmare. Fucking metal coming and like being a fucking dildo. (laughs) That's um, my favorite thing. That what Tony B does. Like, I don't think I have a family family member that's done that. Yeah. Like just been like, hey, can you watch these? Uh, watch my kids for a second. I mean, I feel like I have, and like, but like, well, you're probably they were gonna okay. do it in a few years. We, we were, we knew yeah. we were watching the kids or whatever, but it's just like, yeah. So like, people are just like, yeah, can you watch them? And I'll be gone for fucking hours <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Right. Like, yeah. No, I didn't sign up for that. Right. No, but um, it's that he can't. He comes over saying he came to help. Yeah, right. I know. And then he goes, "I got to do some real quick." And <laughs> yeah. he's watching. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it's beep beep, and he's driving he, down the driveway. He waving. slams a yeah. big glass of scotch and then leaves. Right. Yeah. yeah. Make a mean rusty nail. Uh, but so yeah. <laughs> what is what is rusty nail? Scotch and scotch, scotch and drambuie. Drambuie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's yeah, not. It's, it's a good after dinner now. drink. Yeah. yeah it's it's like an old man fucking drink. Yeah. <laughs> Or prisoner, pri- ex-con drink, I guess. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, now you just put a fucking old nail <laughs> into a glass of scotch. He does stick around to have a little chat with Meadow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- why do you guys think that they inserted this like little interaction between Tony B and Meadow here? Like they they talk about Tony B's daughter Kelly, yeah, yeah. who is missing, right? Is missing. Um, and it's, I, a, it's 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 another addition to yeah. the things that he is jealous of about Tony. Yeah, right, you know? right. Yeah. To add more fuel to his like fire yeah. to like you know do what he ultimately kill does. Jelly. Right. Yeah. He's he's got the you know he's he's seeing the big house, the mm-hmm. pool. His kids love it. Yeah. And, and then just seeing the how hot daughter who goes to <laughs> right. Columbia. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. How Meadow turned out. Sure. What is Meadow <laughs> thinking in that reaction? She has like some like. He, she sees him like looking at her, and he goes, "How's Kelly? Does does she think he's like ogling her? Like it's a little bit creepy, creepy, way? Was, creepy of a kind stare. of fuzzy, right? Yeah, I don't, or, I don't or, think it. Or does she know? Oh, he's like thinking about his daughter. It seems creepy. It's yes, it's yeah. It comes off that way a little bit. I don't think it's. I don't think he's necessarily perving. You, you know, never know. Uh, you never I, went, know, I have I a friend who was like. Uh, she's kind of well known. I'm not going to say her name, but um, she was like pretty. She's pretty uh, busty, and I guess uh-huh. at like a young age she was. And she was like, "Ooh, the hugs from the uncles." I was like, "Oh, uh, really? Uh, oh my god!" <laughs> like, so you think that like Meadow is just like trying to change the subject because she's creeped out by him? Uh, possibly. Uh, I don't know. You know. Maybe, was, but it's maybe a little mix of both. It's you know the the look on his face certainly can be interpreted creepy. Right. I don't get that she is. I don't pick up that she's like like worried at all or or uncomfortable. I think she is intuitive, and I think because yeah, then they have that conversation by the pool. Like, right. Ultimately, you're right. Like this this moment probably is to just you know widen the divide between Tony B's life and Tony's life, and and how 
their paths split so far and how their lives are so different, mm-hmm. including their offspring. Kelly is off God knows where, if she's still alive. And Meadow is thriving at Columbia and, you know, making an icebox cake for her, her grandpa's 75th. Like, right. you know, I, <clears throat> I think it would be weird to also throw in, like, if it was in the script or something that Tony B was like leers at her sexually, you know, <laughs> right. I don't know. Um, it's, yeah. I don't know. We got to ask Imperioli. Yeah. We'll, we'll get him on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Tony B fucking jets, uh, doesn't care. People start showing up. Then we get introduced to, uh, Dr. Fago himself, Russ, Russ Fagoli, uh, who, who Mary in an earlier scene is very, very, um, uh she's enamored with the guy she he was like ambassador to the vatican and met the pope or something like that yeah, like the, the state department state department right um and uh and so i we, love this the the scene when they when they're having chinese food before this uh-huh. um uh when it comes out that that hugh found out about the surprise it, just the description of this family is so great. Like, oh, yeah. Carm's disdain for them is uh, <laughs> like the five-page Christmas card. Right, and, like, right, right. I, like, I feel like we always, our family always had like one or two of those every right. year. And my mom would like read it, and I'd be like, I, I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah. I don't fucking care. Who, right. who cares? Right. Who cares to hear this much about a family we haven't seen in years? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and on May Day, so-and-so shook hands with Andrew <laughs> yeah. Cuomo. BFD. BFD. <laughs> uh, yeah. She says fuck like a million times yeah. in that scene, and then she goes BFD. Yeah. yeah. By the way. Right. That was yeah. weird. Yeah. And maybe because she's like, it's like she's like a little kid again yeah. around her parents. Uh, but I guess we did skip over the fact that it was Hugh who who facilitated Tony actually being present for the party. He, right. When he did find out, they had that conversation. He found out that Tony wasn't coming, and he put, and he you know walks out of the room, storms out, saying, you know, I'm not going to be there if the man in the house isn't there. Which good for him. Yeah. I think that's the right choice. Totally. Uh, well, well, it turns, yeah. I mean, it's an old. It seems like an old school. It's old, it's old fashioned, old school, but, but but also like, it it ends up like turning out. Um, the right choice because we find out like why Mary doesn't yeah exactly want yeah. Tony there and she you know, very right. much like influenced Carm for for the wrong reasons right um but yeah so so uh Dr. Figoli Russ Figoli oh he's allergic to tomatoes what a crisis uh, <laughs> an Italian allergic to pomodori <laughs> oh yeah of course we get uh, of course we get the fucking we gotta food get schnauzer himself fucking, the schnorr uh, the schnorr uh, father phil uh, father talking phil. about food sitting oh. at the table with yeah. the old people yeah. like a fucking right. loser <laughs> the choice the choice to have that like that uh, insert of him like putting his hand on his heart when they're talking oh, about yeah. the food in Italy. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's so great. Yeah. Great. Really, with it. Paul Schultz is uh, amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, but so when Tony rolls up, twirling the sausages, yep. got sausage for you. Uh, like Russ is standing right there, and Mary's obviously mortified. Ultimately, Tony gifts Hugh. Um, uh, this, a, Beretta. The, a Beretta shotgun, which is really nice. And then at the end of the night, he's talking about, uh, you know, he comes up on on Fagoli, who who talks about being at the Beretta factory or whatever the right. hell. And Tony's like, I'd love to see that. He's like, Yeah, I guess they never export the best pieces or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was a lot of confusion when I was searching for uh, fucking internet. Might as well just address it now because mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't get that moment why Tony walked away. 
I think it's yeah. How do you not get that? So many people were asking like, why was Tony? What is the? What was he inferring? And it's basically he's he's basically saying yeah that shit. Like yeah, the gift this gift that you got for your father in law uh, isn't the best. It's you know it's it's like the crappy pieces that that Italy exports. You know, so I I think that's pretty clear. But a lot of people didn't pick up on that. Oh, he's the host of the party. That that that's probably more likely. Or you can or. He stole uh, Spill's it? got the hot take. He stole oh, it. Oh, you're saying that that. Oh, he, I never even thought about that. Oh, you're saying that he's so implying it, that because he's because uh, he's a mobster, he stole it. Yeah, he's either it's it it could right. be. I think it could be ascertained right. either one. Right. Because like I I think that's what I thought initially that it was like it was a shitty make. Right. Or like you know a fucking fake right. one. Yeah. Um, but. Maybe he stole it, or maybe I guess that's another interpretation. Or maybe, yeah, that's fair. Or maybe he had it imported illegally, or like, like you know, black market black, kind of thing. Yeah, right, black right, market right. kind of thing. I mean, regardless, it's insulting. I mean, I don't. Right. I mean, I I don't know how many uh, Berettas are in circulation on the black market uh, that he could have just like at a moment's notice like <laughs> picked one up. Maybe I don't know. I don't did know, he? But, but did he pick it up at a moment's? But see, that's unclear. We don't know if he already had this. We don't present. know how. We don't know where he got it from. We don't know. Yeah, stopped. we like, have no. Would have been a favor from somebody. Yeah. Well, could, I mean, know. knowing Tony, like he he probably. I mean, maybe maybe he did have it for a while, thinking, "Oh, I'll give this to I'll you for to, for to you. birthday gift," but. You know, considering I mean, he he didn't even remember what the that the party was happening like yeah, a couple right. days before. I would assume it's a it's a fake, but yeah. could have yeah you know could have been. Uh, Either way, uh, don't fucking say that to the mob boss whose house you're at. Right. You right. know. Yeah. Um, come on, come and on, he's guy. he's a fucking ambassador. Or, come on, that uh, actor I just looked him up on IMDb. Uh, yeah, died uh, this year. Really, ninety-five. Wow, yeah, wow. Hey, wow. good for him. Bru- br- Bruce Kirby or something. Oh yeah. Any Not relation Italian? to Bruno? I don't. He <laughs> is Italian. He so is? that's a stage name. Okay. Mm. Real name Bruno Giovanni Quadriacciolo. Yeah, that 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 checks out. That's Italian. <laughs> He's in a lot of shit, mm. like the Muppet movie. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Okay. Um. Anyway, I you know oh, this is the IMDb like, corner. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious about those like small <laughs> actors. Those, yeah. yeah, yeah well, I, oh, well. If you want to keep going down IMDb corner, <laughs> tell us I who's did dead. Find, spells. I did who's, find who died. I believe Fucking IMDb I corner. Did, we'll, we'll go back to this and then we'll continue. But I did find the guy who played Ecuadorian man. So oh. that has to be the guy. So yeah. Who's oh yeah. In pain. Yeah. He's, what's the or It could have been the delivery guy who brings the cake. Oh shit! Well, Fuck. is this the guy in pain? <laughs> is this the guy in pain? I don't know. Oh yeah, that is. Oh, ah, uh, that might be the that cake be guy. The guy. <laughs> that might be the cake. The guy. delivery the guy is guy. called Ecuadorian man. <laughs> he does. He has no, 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 no. Delivery boy. Delivery jersey. boy is a character. Oh, so separate. Ecuadorian oh, okay. man. All right. Ecuadorian, Ecuadorian man, man has hey. to be a woman. Is he still working? He's still working. Yeah, actually, yes. Good for you, He's Ecuadorian in this man. Selena series. Good to hear. Let's get him on. <laughs> we got yeah, it. We'll get out. Let's reach Rolando out. J. Vargas. We'll, we'll oh, oh out. weird. His direct email is on IMDb. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Ro- Rolando. Rolando. My direct email is on IMDb. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know what you mean. Oh, that really made me laugh. Uh, Rolando, Rolando J. Vargas. Rola- we'll get him on. We'll be like, so RVG. why were you in this scene? 
but yeah, right. I mean, he'll he would probably come on. Yeah. Okay. Oh, dude, now his Instagram is on. <laughs> oh my oh, god, fuck. spells. Rollo J Vargas. Okay. How many followers he has? How many followers? We'll just hit him up. All right. Yeah. Um. All right. So. <laughs> So end of the night, people things getting sloppy. Uh, mm-hmm. Hugh is is definitely uh, feeling no pain. Yep, <laughs> he gets put in his car, and he's like vomiting, gagging. Like it's pretty gross. Uh, but so <laughs> uh, this is where it's revealed that you know Mary was was so uh, caught up with Doctor Figoli and this and that, and Carm calls her out on it, and she. Uh, she says, you know, there's a lot of self-loathing Italians out there. I just never thought my mother was one of them. Um, which I think, I mean, it's probably true. I mean, yeah, y- y- I'm I'm Italian. Well, you're I Italian. Lo- I like... loathe myself. Yeah, not <laughs> yeah. for being Italian, <laughs> but um, well, that's the the Larry David thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. hate myself, right. but not because I'm Jewish. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's like, you're a self-hating yeah. Jew. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting that uh, Imperial Imperioli wrote this episode because his other one, Christopher, yeah, was, Columbus Day one. was about Italians having too much pride, you right? Know, where it's sort of toxic, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is sort of the inverse of that. It's like, uh, you know, people who are ashamed to. I mean, she said, you know, oh, you, you, I heard you say to someone that you're happy your name doesn't end in a vowel, and Meadow, oh, she's so dark, and right, you know, I guess there, there is some of that, you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting that uh, that Imperioli sort of took the two sides of the coin and and inserted that in the series. I mean, that scene like Edie Falco is so fucking good. Oh, she's great. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And and also shout out to what's her name who plays Mary. Mary, she, oh, she's great. She great plays well. the fucking annoying mother. Yeah, let me get it going on. IMDb Very well. She's in, up, it she's in a tree's lounge. She is, yeah, yeah. She plays the drunk, written yeah. directed by Steve Buscemi. So, um, yeah. and of course, Goodfellas. But, of uh, course. So late night, we got a little game of Marco Polo going. We get Tony and and AJ throwing Carm in the pool. Classic. Uh, then uh, she starts. She gets sucked into the Marco Polo game. AJ leaves with Devin Pillsbury, mm-hmm. who's looking mad ripe. Oh uh, come on! <laughs> what, dude? Um, and uh, Artie's passed out with the fucking towel wrapped around his head. Mm-hmm. And so Tony and Carm get a little alone time in the pool here. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Tony Oni. Which is interesting because the pool has always sort of represented, you know, home and, and mm-hmm. family, you know, with the ducks and everything. So for them to sort of rekindle their relationship a little bit in the pool, I think, is. Before AJ uh, tries to kill himself in it. Right. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> which says something else about home and family. Right. But, uh, but yeah. Um, and then of course, Tony, uh, fucking classy guy s- slinks out the next morning. Books um, books he it. kind of tries to see if she's awake. He says, you sleep, sleep. As, <laughs> as lightly as he it, possibly yeah. can. It yeah. was like very reminiscent even, of high school. Doesn't even like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. call, like yeah. say something again or like yeah. calm, wake up or yeah. touch her. Yeah. Very He's high school esque. Um, but that sort of concludes the, the family stuff. Mm hmm. Um, the woman who plays Carm's mom is Suzanne Shepard. She's a teacher in New York. She's taught mm. people like Christopher oh, wow. Maloney and other people. Ah, I guess she still teaches. Hey. She was on Blue That's Bloods awesome. a couple years ago. Good oh, for her. With Steve Sharippa. Hey. Um, Getting into the, the mob stuff teacher. here. So the episode actually opens up with uh, Little Carmine's. Uh, he's like recruiting people to his side with fucking Whirlpool pool washing machines. Yeah. Uh, 
man. Classic. Yeah, and uh, his and Johnny sinks his boat. Fucking guy. Where are they supposed to be, by the way? So he's Long Island because he says moved up from Florida. Oh, Hempstead. West Hempstead. West Hempstead. So yeah. Then he says something about Freeport, which is and Freeport, which is also Long Island. Yeah, Long Island. How do you think they sunk that boat? Uh, easy. Somebody, sh- sh- somebody like <laughs> in the scuba, of the night, scuba diving, like, like uh, you know, like put a hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> you think yeah. they sh- fired a bullet? You think they we? Yeah, how yeah, do you sink yeah, a boat? Yeah, fired a bullet. Fired a bullet in there. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no. Or no. someone or someone went. You should have a boat person on. You should ask them. <laughs> you know, just put a little fucking hole. Like yeah, just one a little hole, hole in the wood. Yeah. Just a little hole. Uh, okay. So good to know if you ever want to sink a boat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys are welcome, listeners. Really uh, not we hard. Worked, we worked through it, and we figured out, you know, it's a small hole. <laughs> yeah. So. Let's get Rolando on. We'll ask him what he thinks about Rolando, sinking the boat. Yeah. I know you probably got the script for this episode when you got the sides and yeah. everything. Did yeah. they mention how the boat was <laughs> sunk? Uh, what about right. my scene? No, we don't give a fuck, dude. I'm gonna. Co- we should. We're I'm sinking the boat later. Oh, definitely. Let's tag him. We'll tag. He's on Instagram. Oh, yeah, we'll, tag, we'll, tag we'll tag him in the up. We'll tag him on the socials. Yeah, when we post the up. Yeah. Please don't contact. Me. Uh, all right. And so, so last episode when we've recorded a fucking million years ago was <laughs> yeah. the episode where Tony back uh, before the pandemic Tony, <laughs> Tony and Phil's little car chase and Phil's car got all fucked up and uh, uh, and so now um, Tony's sort of on the hook for uh, well first Tony meets with with Johnny mm-hmm. in the in his Maserati his new Maserati uh, and they take it for a little joy what ride what was the color uh, guinea, guinea guinea gray, gray. yeah guinea gray or just gray yeah uh, I don't know <laughs> what makes gray guinea but um, shiny shiny I guess yeah uh, Ginny hasn't Ginny likes the car Johnny says hasn't but been hasn't been in it because her knees Tony is such a piece of shit <laughs> there's so there's so many times in this episode where Tony's such a Shithead. Every episode, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, but like, but also oddly, this episode he also is also the most so charming. T- sort of charming we've right. seen him in a while. Um, yeah, we get the two Tonys. But, but he's yeah, so exactly. shitty to um, um, Angie. To Angie. <laughs> he like, oh my god! He yeah. basically is like, oh, I'm not gonna pay for it. I'm gonna yeah, stick yeah, her yeah. with the with the with whatever exactly. his complaints are. And he's like, and he's like so happy with himself when he yeah. hangs up on her. Yeah. Right. Oh god. And he's just like reveling in it. Yeah. Is that? I mean, Pussy's brother? Yeah. That's Pussy's okay. brother, yeah. 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 Who is a great You couldn't tell from the casting? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does that same, guy same fucking build? That guy doesn't look like a fucking uh, mechanic from New Jersey? <laughs> I think if you if you weren't watching and you heard his voice, too, it sounds just like... Um, it does kind of sound yeah, like... Yeah. yeah. Vincent Pastore. He looks like... My two, my, 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 both my uncles who are Italian put yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah, he's a fucking, a fucking meatball. <laughs> you guys know what that looks like in your head. Just oh, yeah. imagine it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tony Saragusa is also yeah, in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Goose drives him to the uh, body shop. Doesn't say anything, really. Yep. Just is in the car. Yep. Wonder if uh, they cut some of his lines. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Couldn't, couldn't be. Although, wait, yeah, he was also a couple in, of lines uh, from Goose. He Wasn't just, he in 25th Hour? Uh, yeah. 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 He, he wasn't was bad. Doyle's yeah. Law. No, he's fine. Yeah. Doyle's Law. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um. So so yeah. So Angie, uh, or not? Yeah, has to cover like all the fucking shit for for Phil. Phil's a lunatic. Every time he sits in the car, he finds something new wrong with it. Uh, him and Joey Peeps coming around. Um. So Tony 
calls up. I'm Tony not sitting B at twelve like, o'clock. I'm not sitting at, dude. Th- I mean, this is some <laughs> some uh, classics from Phil. Phil. Shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 Soft I mean, kilter. especially him in the neck brace. Anytime he comes <laughs> yeah. on screen in the neck brace, he's fucking great. Yeah. The yeah. fucking Stevie Wonder line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your eyes rolling around like fucking Stevie Wonder. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so Tony sends Tony B in to like help mitigate the situation, keep costs down. He can't do shit. Phil's a lunatic, yeah. you know. T- Joe, he's like, you know, Joe, try to keep him, try to keep him calm or whatever. Can't can't do anything, and yeah. and still Angie's stuck with. And his to be honest, bill. like, what is he supposed to do? Right. Yeah. I mean, what could what can you do? Be like, no, <laughs> say uh, that'll 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 put out the fire that is Phil Leotardo. Just right. yeah, but um, but so also uh, Angelo and Rusty, we talked about a little bit at the Four Seasons. Uh, try to recruit Tony B to uh, to whack somebody. They don't tell him who yeah. yet, but they they say it's in in retaliation for Lorraine Caluzzo. Right. Um, which is like that's BS. Which uh, you think it's for the boat. <laughs> no, I think it's just that it's the power move. Like, yeah, I think it's less about Lorraine and more just about them trying right. to solidify Carmine Jr. as right. the actual boss. But they also probably do need to make up ground with like the men in the street, kind of who True. because Send they see message. that like Lorraine got a cap it was a capo, I think, right? Yeah, uh, got shot and killed, and and uh, and something needs to be done. You can't look weak, right? So, right, right, right. Uh, but they but they say they pose it like you know to kill a woman like. Which mm-hmm. is funny because Tony ends up fucking shooting a woman anyway to, yeah. at the end. So, right. uh, you know, all hypocrites, these fucking guys. Um, so the whole the whole party, um, you know, Tony B is contrasted with Tony's wealth and everything else. Mm-hmm. Final straw is when he's home with the twins, those little fucking gremlins. <laughs> and they stole the 96 Olympics pins from AJ. <laughs> uh, yep. And uh, they're like, oh, we love his house. We don't want to leave or whatever. And, you know, the next morning he's just sitting with his mom uh, who's watching Julia Child pound some meat. (laughs) And uh, Julia Child and Jack Pepin. Yeah. He's like that. He makes his decision. He calls them up. He's like, I'm in. Uh, And then Joey Peeps at some brothel in New York uh, meets uh, attractive young woman. Going uptown or whatever, or downtown. Downtown meets. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure yeah, they pretty just sure they just had sex. had some sort of sexual uh, encounter. Yeah. Oh, I thought that he had been with another woman, and then he no, saw her I coming out. I think he comes. And, looks like oh. she's the one that comes out of that same room. I think they come out of the same room. I, I, think think they they same, yeah, I thought I he was so. like, he's like, I hey, I'm so. doubling up tonight. But uh, but yeah. So he he offers to give her a ride, and ultimately, uh, Tony B rolls up with. Uh, uh, Rod Stewart singing. Um, mm-hmm. What's the so- name of the Bad song? Bad and Ruin. Bad and Ruin. It's in our uh, yeah. theme song. It's in our theme. Oh yeah, song. yeah. It's our theme it's song, bro. Right. Come on, bro. I don't listen to our Jeez. show, man. Oh, no, but, uh, Mother, you won't recognize me now. Which I, I, okay, so I have to I have to <laughs> yeah, talk about this because Mother, you won't. I have to talk about this because I feel like I'm the only one who has interpreted this, and I tweeted about it, and it got a lot of like. It was in response to I forget what it was. It was like what's a What's an unpopular theory or something? But this is my theory. I don't know if we've discussed it. I I don't know if it is uh, Tony B's daughter Kelly, or oh. if they just want to like oh. 
insinuate that it might as well have been, you know? But the the fact that they bring up Kelly earlier this episode, sure. they cast a woman who is Meadow's age, who looks sort of almost yeah. like Meadow, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and then to play the song with the lyrics, Mother, You Won't Recognize That's Me right. Now. Like, it seems to me that they're making the suggestion that Tony B m- could have just murdered his own daughter there, yeah. you know? And even if it isn't Kelly, just the idea that, like, you know, this is the life that you choose and, and the people that you hurt, you don't give a fucking second thought about. It could be, you know. I mean, she would still recognize her dad. She would, yeah. 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 That's um, true. Yeah. Uh, and and does, does she get a Heather? good look at him? Does he call her? He- what do you, He calls her a different name. Like Heather, but she's probably, yeah. I mean, it could but be a street name. But she could change her yeah. name for yeah. sure. Um, but I think it's a bit far fetched, but I I take your point. Yeah. She definitely could have recognized her dad. Yeah, but yeah, did, but did, she, did she get a good look at him? Like I, I sure. I'm not even, did she? Yeah. Well, he says, "Hey, you come here too." Yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. That's enough yeah. to be There's like, "Oh, time. that's my dad." Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah hey, drive true. drive quickly. That's my dad. Right. Um, He's trying to fuck me. But I, but I but guess yeah. more as like just a representative like, right. thing. Like yeah. Um, I mean, they they often. I mean, it sort of like harkens back to the whole like. Um, Meadow and Tracy comparison in season mm-hmm. three, you know, right, like right, right. you know, these these children are are so, you know, they're born with silver spoons in their mouths. They don't know what uh, another life could be like if they went down a different path, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's how the episode ends. Sets us up for a great uh, stretch of episodes. Yes, indeed. Got unidentified black males up next week. There's no I in team, but there is one in indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites, searching for candidates with the right skills, indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you guys want to get into fucking internet? Fucking internet. Yeah, let's, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Fucking internet. Uh, all right. This one is from. Uh, we kind of talked about this. This is a problem. We talk about the app and then we answer the yeah, fucking question. Because we're so good at covering <laughs> everything, dude. Because uh, we're basically these people that are on the internet. <laughs> right. you know, we're, uh, the yeah. same. we're the same people going on the fucking yeah. Sopranos Reddit to talk <laughs> about an episode. This one from user Bobby two 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 nine one. Mm. Noticed something pretty interesting in season five's Marco Polo. Uh, we'll be the judge of that. Bobby and Janice weren't at Hugh's 75th birthday party. Mm. Any theories as to why? But, well, I mean, Bobby, I, we know June wasn't invited, and, Bo- and Bobby's on some, junior duty, right? Yeah, well, right. But Jan, you would have, yeah, you'd think Janice would come. I but, mean, no but real maybe, relation to. Yeah, maybe Janice's like, oh, I don't want to be there. And like, and Bob, and maybe. Junior makes Bobby like stay with him. Right. I mean, they certainly make right. a point to to populate the party with 
people we haven't seen in a while, you know, Father Phil and Br- uh, Cousin Brian's in the background there, and we mm-hmm. see Chris's mom, and um, so like it, was, it seems like if they want, it, it was a conscious choice for them to decide to not have, to not have there. you know, Janice there. Um, yeah, it's more yeah. people who are related to Carmel. Carmel. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Because Chris's mom is related His to cousins, her, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, she's and, a Blundetto. And so, yeah, yeah right. and, and Tony, right. and yeah, so... Um. Yeah. So it's car. It's car. Yeah. And Artie right. is there. Right. Sean. Well, how, Maine. I mean, Artie was there. Artie was there. Half he, in a uh a professional. He was doing yeah. appetizers. Right. But he's yeah. still like salads. Like you know, he's still like more a carm person as well. Like he's a both Tony and a carm person. True. Yeah. The four of them were yeah. were they were good friends. friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Know. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, Ada Turturro just uh, was busy that day. I don't know, but uh, yeah, no. No, but that makes sense. It's yeah, more, it you know, sense. like yeah. um, and Tony ends Tony's up like deciding to go the night before the party. True, too, true. So yeah. Tony's yeah. other sister, what's her name? Barbara. 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 And Lakiyama are not there. So. <laughs> yeah, Barbara <laughs> and a guy who looks like our friend Steve Lakiyama were not there. <laughs> Tom uh, Giglioni or whatever yeah. his name. <laughs> Uh, Marco, or this one from user Tia Keuta. Marco Polo is writing this episode Michael Imperioli's greatest contribution. His performance is consistently consistently great, but writing one of the best episodes ever is huge. Marco Polo could be a movie on its own very easily. What do you think? Is this <laughs> no? It's his, not his greatest contribution. Playing fucking Christopher is Jesus. Yeah. Well, okay. I, yes. I mean. It's definitely I, I commendable. Yeah. Um, Do you, so I I agree. I think that's an that's easy to to say. But it just out makes of, him more important to the the series. Sure. Do you do you think this is the greatest of his episodes that he that he wrote? What are the ones that he wrote again? He wrote um, Tennessee from, from, from Where to Eternity in in season two when Christopher was shot. Right. Okay. He wrote the Telltale Mozzarella, mm-hmm. uh, where okay. AJ gets in trouble for you know. Uh, he wrote um, Christopher mm-hmm. uh, yeah. with a much maligned episode yeah, about people fucking Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. He wrote Everybody Hurts in season four, which is the one with with the uh, Almanac and right. uh, Tony going around. <laughs> my toxic person, and he wrote and he wrote this episode. Oh, yeah, I mean, so, I, this is probably my favorite episode. Of the I think I think so. Yeah. Too, I'd say yeah. so. Yeah, prob- yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, those I, are all pretty. Those are all, those are all pretty, pretty good solid. episodes. They're pretty solid. I love From Where to Eternity. Um, yes, I mean that's a fantastic episode. That's maybe a, a close second for me, but uh, but yeah, I, I think this is probably the best out of the ones he's written. Um, all right, this one from user. Uh, <laughs> I think way too much. Does anybody know why Carmela's mother was all over Russ Fagioli's dick? <laughs> Did those two have an affair? The question yes. crossed my mind yeah. while rewatching Marco Polo, and she makes him a new plate because, Dio mio, the guy's <laughs> allergic to tomatoes. <laughs> Does anybody know why? Did he why? not watch the fucking episode? <laughs> yeah. I think he no. needs a copy of the script from uh, <laughs> Imperioli. I know, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I um, just wanted to read uh, while yeah, I mean, that's yeah. a great, Russ Fagioli's I mean, we love dick. Your, we love your question yeah. why you pose it. Maybe you're paying yeah. too much attention to writing on Reddit right. and yeah. not watching The Sopranos. But um, it would be yeah. time for a rewatch, Beb. I, right. think, I think we got into it, you right. know? Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right, and this one, uh, sorry, I cut off your username. I don't know who you are, but uh, has a fan theory here. 
Um, we all know who people really work for when they say they're working for the State Department. It is my theory that Dr. Russ Fag, I mean Fagoli, of course this is from the internet, was in fact a CIA operative. What are your thoughts on this? I'd like to know. Uh, there are other theories that suggest uh, Dr. Fagoli is Pauli's father. This could be plausible as well, but I think the oh, angle I presented here yeah. today holds more weight since the Pauli's dad theory is more speculative only because a GI Bill was mentioned. Look, um, um, I think after the, you read these last two things, I think we <laughs> may want to consider. I know we may want to consider not doing fucking internet <laughs> <laughs> anymore. Hey, if you guys want to make another segment, please. No, I'm just <laughs> by all means. Oh, fuck it. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Come on. This is a fan favorite. Uh, uh, no, he's not a CIA operative. Yeah. Uh, no. Now you're just throwing, throwing shit at no, the wall. No, that's, that's a right. stupid idea. Uh, but, there, but the one that has... Uh, that fans do talk about is do you guys know this one that yes that you I feel Russ, like you brought this up Russ before. is Paulie's father Paulie's because father. in the in the in season six when you find out uh, Tony's ma isn't really or Paulie's ma really isn't his ma uh, his real father was he he says you know some um, some guy stationed somewhere out you know during World War Two right. Russ something so because there's no other Russes in the world. People, uh, <laughs> people were like, "Oh, Polly's oh. dad. Um, um, he's in the Navy." Yeah, I don't know. I, d- I probably it could be. You know what? You know what's funny is that like, and you, you you say like everybody's a hypocrite. Like that would make this Russ character a hypocrite if that mm. were true. Mm-hmm. You know, um, even he's a hypocrite. Even even though he's so fucking pompous, holy holier yeah. than thou, right? Um. True. You know that he had a he it, had an it, it is illegitimate it is, child. It is um, weird when they were just sitting at the table eating, and out of nowhere, he just said, "I was a bad boy." I'm like, <laughs> it's like what? Yeah, that was prompted. Yeah. That was the thing him and uh, Paulie's real ma shared back in the day. Yes, they were both I bad. Was a bad like, boy, well, I was a bad boy. You're a bad girl. We're about to make a baby. <laughs> Yeah, he goes, whoa, no tomatoes. <laughs> Father Phil, <laughs> no tomatoes. Father Phil was real weirded out at that part. Um, all right. Uh, and this last How one. What the fuck are you allergic to tomato? Like, I don't know. Oh, he said it, you know, it had something to do with his radiation. 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 That, I guess, yeah. I guess that, is, yeah, that is a thing. Uh, that is a God good, help us. Hope that is a good cover us. up uh, there, Imperially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, this last one from user K or Q Compson. Tony B's ulterior motives. Hmm. I know the hit on Billy was supposedly retaliation for Angelo, but throughout the show, throughout the show, we're constantly shown Tony B's resentment that he lost everything, his wife and daughter, while Anthony became the boss and has a daughter at Columbia. We see this especially in Marco Polo when Tony has to keep taking pictures and gets pissed and yells, what am I, a fucking slave? Uh, I always thought that Tony B consciously or unconsciously took out the Joey Peeps and Billy Atardo hits because he knew doing knew doing so would hurt Tony and the family. Similar to mm. Phil, he got out and saw that all the time he did standing up for the family was totally meaningless, and he wanted revenge. Um, do you guys think, you know, ultimately, what were the reasons behind Tony B agreeing? Obviously, the the more on the surface uh, theory is financial, he, the financial stuff, and, and also and, and power. But was it was it a subtle fuck you to Tony to his cousin? Sure, he knows Con- how- like conscious or unconscious though. Like that's uh, maybe the- more uh, unconscious, but like but uh, you know subconscious. But but 
he knows how close Tony is with Johnny Sack. Mm-hmm. He knows this is going to like fuck yeah, shit up. I mean, up. we see them like going for a joyride earlier in the episode to, in the Maserati. Like they make a point to show that relationship between Johnny Sack well. and Tony. And, and Johnny like mentioning the situation to right. Tony. And yeah. clearly Tony is on Johnny's side as right. much as he can while trying right. to He's, stay like semi-neutral. Right. Yeah. He's staying neutral because he doesn't know which way it's going to go. But right. obviously his But also his he knows loyalty, like Carmine Jr. is a fucking moron. He knows which he which he might prefer because he could use that to his advantage if true. he was in power. But Very true. you know, obviously he's known Johnny. They have history, mm-hmm. you know. I think it's unspoken that he's you know, loyalty is a little more to Johnny. Right. Um Phil obviously complicates things. Right, yeah. Uh but so but so yeah, I don't know. I I mean it's an interesting question. I I, I don't know how much Tony is uh, Tony B is like, you know, uh, fuck you, Tony, my yeah. cousin, when he's yeah. firing that gun. But, but perhaps, what do you think, Spells? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, um, I don't know. I, I know. I think I don't know if he's saying he's thinking. He's not thinking at all. <laughs> yeah. He's um, you know, he's he cares more about about fucking money you know getting the money you know he he and getting, he, re- and getting some respect from these guys for for yeah, so. and getting he, some respect from his kids <laughs> right yeah. yeah he he came out of prison with like big ideas and like he is slowly like you know realizing like fuck that yeah like you know yeah. he's like yeah slowly realizing like i i want all this now I, and yeah. maybe like feels like he deserves it too because yeah, because yeah. when he prison. first got out of prison, he, I mean, we saw it. He was all for, like, as long as I'm going to be, like, a working man. Like, he didn't mind. I mean, it wasn't his favorite thing to do, but he didn't mind, you know, driving the truck and yeah. getting sweaty and dirty and fucking busting his ass all day. Mm-hmm. But now that he's back and he's part of it, he doesn't like that he's that's he's feeling lesser. Bottom than, feeder. Yeah. yeah, the rest of the crew and Tony in particular. I wonder how much of a, like, you know, savvy gangster he is. Um, like, Tony definitely sure certainly pumps him up but he seems like an idiot right he makes a lot of dumb choices which is weird because he's like like so we're also told that he's supposed to be very intelligent right i know yeah but he fucks but he fucks up so much he fucks up a lot and like you know seems like um i don't know maybe people are blowing smoke up his ass or something but like well i think i i think he probably is smart. I mean, you could be really intelligent and then also be impulsive. Be like, oh like, yeah, you know, like yeah, I think, that's me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So I mean, I think I mean, especially with the not so much uh, the Joey Peeps hit because he obviously thought about that and decided it, but uh-huh. like yeah. when he kills um, uh, Billy Leotardo, uh, that's very much like in response to Angelo being killed, and that's out of anger and and you know retaliation. Like he's. You know, he's acting on impulse and not so much. He's yeah. not using his head. And yeah, also, so. uh, what's his name? Who he's you know earlier in the season he's going into business with. Uh, he just fucking beats the shit out of him, like, and he just ruins any oh. chance of going straight. And he blows the uh, money. Kim, uh, Kim, Kim, yeah, Mr. Kim, yeah. And he blows the money that he finds. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that too. Yeah. And he so, can't. And he and he can't not make his girlfriend feel evil. <laughs> <laughs> 
sorry. Throwback. <laughs> Throwback. She's uh, in this episode. He's, he's, he's having sex with her in this episode. That's, yeah, so I guess they stay together. She's probably like, I'm yeah. evil. She's, she's living evil with evil for you. <laughs> she's living with the evil now. She's yeah. figuring out how to live yeah, with Yeah, she's uh, good for her. Yeah. yeah. That's the end of her arc. That's right. She's, yeah. Uh, all right, that's all I got for fucking internet. <laughs> well, uh, good to be back on uh, the Steel Pony. As the, as one might the say, stone a, pony, the stone pony. Um, Can't wait ride to the painted pony. Let the spinning wheel ride. Whatever. Contact Rolando J Vargas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We will be tagging him in our Instagram <laughs> yeah, post. Definitely, it's not a joke. We he will be tagged. I'm gonna follow him right now. Uh, and speaking of tagging on our posts, folks, give us a follow on the socials at Osopranos Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Shoot us an email. Things you like, things you don't like, uh, thoughts you have about the show, about season five, about stuff we've talked about in the past or we're going to talk about in the future at osopranospod, or sorry, osopranospod at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, boys, until next week. Oh! 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 Rolando! Rolando! Oh! This is Sean Green from the Sports Gambling Podcast, and in case you didn't know, the show you're listening to right now, as well as my show, the Sports Gambling Podcast, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans, plus guys like me who just love betting on sports. Over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised over $10 million to expand their team, podcast network, and business operations. Now they are raising another round on WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdfunding source that connects startups with investors. It's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be part of a growing startup. You can invest for as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. Uh, I, I can vouch for Sports Gambling Podcast and our Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Our partnership with Blue Wire has really been vital to us growing. Um, Kevin and his team do tremendous work over there. So Blue Wire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which in turn will help this show and many like them continue to grow. If you'd like to be part of the Blue Wire investment round or want to find out more information, go to wefunder.com slash Blue Wire.